It's the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to the pilot episode of the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. The premise is simple. We seek out the absolute worst of the worst, the blunder years of your fiction. Our goal is twofold. One, to be able to enjoy and have a laugh at work we all know is bad. And two, to critique and learn more about the craft of writing in the process. I am your host, Ross Hurd, and I am joined by the ever-delightful Cheryl Byrne. Hello. And my good friend, Mr. Oliver Hatfield. Hello. What you're about to hear was originally a test run, but we were so happy with it overall that we decided to temper it as one would a sword in a mighty forge into the first episode. So apologies for the audio quality, but... You know, as everyone knows, the pilot never really turns out quite how you expect it to. Enjoy. Just to give you guys some quick background, we uh, we three first met in our local writing group. Um, we're all aspiring fiction writers. We all live in and around Manchester. And the whole project has kind of brought itself, uh, brought itself about organically, I would say. We were reading some really awful fiction, which, uh, which for now we will... To spare trolling, I think we'll leave on names. Uh, but it's become, it's, yeah, it's become pretty infamous now within the group, hasn't it? Um, and we just sort of, we just sort of found ourselves in a pub on a Sunday afternoon with me reading it aloud, and just we were collapsing into fits, fits of laughter yeah. with each other. We'd all said we and, would uh, stay for one hour, and four hours later, yeah, four hours later, <laughs> we just find ourselves sort of leaving the pub and uh, text each other quote, quotes from that, from that, from that story. And just making each other laugh at work the next day. And we just thought, what if we could bottle that? Yeah. What if we could bottle that and put it into a show? And uh, to be honest, it's kind of been a bit of a whirlwind since then. Yeah, In this whole process. Um, so yeah, this is, this is the pilot. Uh, this work was kindly submitted by our friend Kenzie. She's an avid writer and reader herself. And she wrote this story when she was about 14. So a good, a good 10 or so years ago. Okay, I'm getting sound waves. So this is a good start. <laughs> right. It is titled The Gateway Through the Mists. And uh, from where Kenzie's been uploading it, it looks like it was just something that she posted on fan, yeah, fanfiction.net, maybe? I think that's one I've heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually can't see the URL here. I think this was when she was a oh, teenager. Fictionpress.com. It was published, first published on site on July 6th, 2005. Wow. Okay. So this is this is, this is quite a while a, ago. I think, I, I, July. I think there was a flood that July. Actually, there was a flood. Yeah, that that particular July. <laughs> Are you thinking of the Boss Castle flood? No, 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 no. no I, just, about, I, I, I just I just remember when I was two thousand and five. How old was I? What year are you <laughs> in now? Okay, so I was four. <laughs> I'm just reading over some, some of the things that uh, some of the stats that, that we've got on this print off. Just it's rated fiction, English, adventure, fantasy. There are 14 chapters. Oh. Kenzie's actually got 14 chapters online. That is a whole gold mine there, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but we just picked the first the first chapter. Um, she actually had, had uh, 37 reviews on this. I'd love to read the few reviews afterwards. We might need to do that. Um, also, just to clarify beforehand, apologies, Kenzie. Uh, we're probably <laughs> going to be tearing this to shreds. But, uh, you know, you know what you're in for. <laughs> I, 
I was, I was, I was just very. I, was, uh, I had to put that apology. I was, I was just very amused by how you had to had to make absolutely certain you were heard by the microphone when you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> Believe. Um, I think you need to know that. Uh, Believe yeah, me, Kenzie. Gonna... We, we are, are sorry. We are really tear it to shreds. Really, just. I mean. We'll, we'll be kind. We'll be kind. This is the this is the test. We won't. <laughs> so, author, author's note, which uh, I actually didn't know that uh, capital A for, forward slash capital N means author's note, but that's, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's what it means. Uh, okay, this is my first fairy t- fairy tale fanfic, and I've got no idea what's go- what it's going to be about. But here, hey, here I go. Please review and be kind, please. So we will we will try and be kind, Kenzie. Aww. But we can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up to the sun streaming into my suite. I saw my maid, Annie, at the hearth, setting my fire for the new day. Good morning, Princess Kayla. Tis a lovely day. Your cousins are arriving today, aren't they? She said, when she noticed I was awake. And this is a comma here where there should be a full stop. I'm, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I, ha- I have to do the punctuation, I think, because because it's petty, but it, it's too funny not to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, so I must have a nice dress. They aren't my cousins, though, Annie. They're royals. Therefore, you're related. I smiled at my maid's strange logic. I was Princess Kayla of Gal- Galadren? I think it's Galadren. And my father and mother were the king and... <laughs> it's, cut off the, it's cut off the text here, so it looks like the king and queer. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, okay. I'm just going to read it as the king and queen. Um, were the king and... <laughs> The king and queen. Uh, I also had a little sister, Shaley, who was uh, 14 to my 16. That day, the royal family from a nearby kingdom were arriving. The king for talks with my father and the rest of the family to join, uh, join with ours in hunting, riding and with other royal sports. They had a prince who was 17 and twin daughters who were 15. Kind of would have helped if you'd named them, Kenzie. Just, just, just a side note there. <laughs> Just help us kind of imagine them in our minds a little bit. Um, here's your dress. They'll be arriving soon, so you'll be wanting wanting to be up and dressed. Once she was gone, I got up and looked out my window, as I did every morning. It was a gorgeous day, sunshine everywhere, glinting on the long lake that was next to our castle. Once I was dressed in a green... Once I was, Sounds like she's telling a story, but I think she just means when she was dressed that morning. Once I was dressed in a green dress that matched my eyes, I... <laughs> I brushed my long brown hair out, then called Annie in to fix it into a style. There's no description of what kind of style that might be, but we can imagine a braid or something, I guess. Uh, why a braid? I don't know why I reached for a braid then. I, I, I went, went for went, a bun. You went for a bun? I went for a bun, I was yeah. thinking, like, uh, up, pinned up with curls tumbling down. See, Cheryl is much. I think Cheryl's read much more bad fiction than you. So she's she's able to 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 fill in the gaps with her own sort of imagination. Are you in the mind of the writer more than we are, Cheryl? Potentially. Yeah. See, as a reader, Cheryl is just a behemoth because she's able to to leverage her imagination to to fill in authorial lapses. I guess. Uh, Thank you. I'm saying you're experienced at reading bad fiction. <laughs> um, so then, I then called Annie in to fix it into a style. There was then a knock at the door. Enter, I called, and a page came in and bowed. A what? A page. page. Okay. Uh, presumably not like uh, 
the leaf of a, of a book. That'd be very. Strange. Well, that's exactly what I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is turning very. This is very. This is turning very, is turning very much into like Chuck Tingle at this point. <laughs> What's Chuck Tingle? Oh my god. Well, this is this is a whole other segment. Have you not heard of you not heard of Chuck Tingle? I know. Chuck Taylor's. No, Chuck Tingle. They're, they're the converse. No, Chuck Tingle is a <laughs> sort of comedy. I, I assume he's comedy. I'm yet to read any of his work, but he does sort of like, um, let's call him niche erotica. Oh, okay. Um, by which I mean it, 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 they can't be taken seriously. So that there's one of them is called um, "Pounded by the Pound." Turned gay by the socioeconomic impact of Britain leaving the EU. Yes, yeah. this was this was the the Brexit erotic novel. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, like, he also, he, he also, he's also <laughs> written. Wasn't it, an, it was an anthropomorphic pound coin that that had. Sex so the story the story goes is that this guy I think he wakes up and he or rather he goes no I can't remember. no 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 okay so, so this guy travels back in time meets another person yeah. and says you've got to stop Britain I think from leaving the EU to do that they go back in time or something but to have time they have sex but, but the, the reason the reason why they have to the reason that Britain's so damaged is because the pound drops in so much value that the people have to become pound coins themselves interesting yeah interesting concept I mean I haven't, uh, as I said I haven't read it but I'm pretty sure that's, it's very out there yeah but he also does like dinosaur <laughs> stuff and um, it, 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 I think he's more is his most noted one could well be called that. I think it's called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. Right. Yeah. Is that a sequel to Pounded by the Pound? No. It sounds like No, but that in of itself has a sequel called Pounded in the Butt by My Book. Pounded in the Butt by My Own Book. Okay. By that's my getting, own that's book, getting really meta, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it, um, I, I can't remember if I bought... Cause it, he had a... He had a a bundle on the humble bundle, and I'm pretty sure I bought it. I and um, he's got loads of these. See, I only know humble bundle as as, as video games. They've expanded. Do they do, oh, do they do books as well? They now? do book bundles. I yeah, need to, I need to look. They, they've that. got comic book bundles and all that kind of crap. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. They had a, they had a, a, a Brandon Sanderson bundle. Oh, I I didn't buy it for some uh, reason. But I wish, if I'd known, I would have bought it. Yeah, okay. I really want to read some Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, I'm reading Elantris at the moment. It's pretty good. Mm. Anyway, so yeah. Um, Carry on, Austin. And yeah. you got all of that from Paige. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what, yeah. yeah, we did. We did get all of that from Paige. Uh, well, the reason I thought Paige is because so like, suddenly if, if, if what's-her-face is... Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. It's going to start... Princess Kayla's you. Well, I, Are you saying you think that Kenzie's written niche erotica? Well, it could be that, like... It, it could be, like... Well, we don't know which exactly, direction this is going. It could be that Kayla point. could have sex with this piece of paper and give birth to the Magna Carta or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of at that. Well, now you've said that, I'm kind of hoping that's where it's going. Let's, let's find out. Um, enter, I called, and a page came in and bowed. And I assume a page is like, in this context, it's like a um, an assistant of some sort. You know, How's it uh, spelled? Uh, same way as, as, a, as a page in a book. Okay. Um, I think that's right. It needs but... to prove itself before it turns in, before it stops being a piece of paper. Ollie gets very judgmental after a couple of ciders. Uh, <laughs> uh, is, I take it that this is the page speaking. Princess Taylor. <laughs> Please don't think... Don't don't stop imagining it as a literal page. <laughs> this is going to happen until it proves to me that it has appendages at the very least. 
this is what you really think of 15-year-old Kenzie. You think that she'd like I, I've completely and utterly forgotten that this is 15-year-old Kenzie. <laughs> context, Ollie, context. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I've, already, I've already read this sentence in my head and you're going to love this. Um, All right. Princess Kayla, your father, King Callum, and your mother, Queen Riona, wish to speak to you before their royal guests arrive. I don't know uh, why the page needs to uh, remind Kayla what her mother and father's names are. I don't know. Um, uh, for, uh, for, 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 for ex- ex- <laughs> you don't notice it until it gets pointed out sometimes. But, um, but um, yeah, I just like it, you know, for, for exposition's sake, uh, King Callum and, and Queen, Queen Riona. Call it King Callum. <laughs> We're trying to be kind, Kenzie. We really are. Um, (laughs) Tell them I should be right down. He nodded and backed out of the room. When I when I entered the dining hall, my family was already seated and eating. Ah, Kayla, dear, we must go over a few things about our visit. Now, their son, Prince Tynan, Prince Tynan, uh, will not be arriving with the main party. Instead, he will be arriving on horseback with some servant of his. But the main party shall be here within the hour. Is this the speech? We haven't clarified who's speaking at this point. Uh, um, I don't think, in fact, I don't think Kenzie actually, actually does clarify. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is either going to be, this is either going to be her mum or her dad, maybe her mum? Right. The, Queen Riona, maybe? Well, I thought it was her dad. Basically, it's someone in the in the family is speaking to her. Someone. We, uh, we, we hope. It might not be. It's it could the, be the page. It could be the page. <laughs> Um, it could be, it could be written it's not it. the page because we already know that she's in the, in the dining hall with her family that are uh, sitting there why is... unless the page followed her all the way down to down to the down to the dining room and then just suddenly, suddenly and very informally said ah Kayla dear we must be no I don't think no it's not the page I think okay I enough. think um, that's exactly what's happened <laughs> Let's keep the two the two parallel threads going and see, see how all these lines up. Um, so the main part, well, my main party will be here with, within the hour. So I want you and Shaylee to be with your mother, and when I greet them, oh, so this is okay. It is, the, it is King Callum, uh, and when when we greet them, none of your usual wanderings do you hear? So we don't Ooh. quite know who, what. That's quite a good little, yeah. little nod at uh, Princess Kayla's, and you know, wanderings. unusual behaviour. Uh, I quite like the phrasing of that as well. Your usual wandering. That's good. Uh, that's one plus point for you. <laughs> yes, Papa, of course, Shaley and I said. So presumably they said that together, I guess. Uh, and I sat down and waited for the servant to bring my breakfast out. An hour or so later, we and the rest of our house uh, household, uh, there's t- two words. I think household is one word, but yeah, household, uh, were lined up at, at the moat. <laughs> the moat! <laughs> that's good. Okay, uh, something to about that. Uh, lined up at the moat, greeting the family. King Robert was a jolly man. See, now I'm just going to think of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's it. jolly King Robert. Uh, King Robert was a jolly man who seemed like a kind man. I could say that for his wife and daughters, though. Queen Melinda and Pr- Princess Gabrielle and Libertine. Good name, sir. Gabrielle and Libertine. Uh, were the kind of people you just knew would be stuck up. They greeted my mother and family uh, and father, my mother and father, rather formally but completely skipped Shaley and I. I could feel the telltale say, uh, signs of anger burning up already. I was very quick to anger, a trait a lady shouldn't have, my mother often used to say, but not unkindly. 
as she herself had the same anger, and I could see her counting to ten at the rudeness of our guests. <laughs> Later, I found myself with Shaley, sitting outside under the trees. Papa didn't often let us do this, but we usually managed to slip away, especially when he was busy with state business. That was how we were first to meet Prince Tynan. Shaley had been in tears at her dismissal by the other princess when a large black stallion rode up, followed by a slightly smaller bay. What's a bay? Is that like it's a type of horse. Is it a horse? Okay. It's the colour. I think it's the colour of the horse. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we leapt up as elegantly as possible to meet our guests, hoping that they would be slightly nicer than the rest of their family. Can I just ask how does one leap elegantly? Um, I would show I would you. See <laughs> I would show you. But this is a podcast, yeah. and not a yeah. vlog. We are limited by audio here. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, you, um... I mean, if you like, you can pirouette halfway through. <laughs> what, getting up to pi- pirouette? I suppose maybe you could. You could, yeah. yeah. Maybe, the, maybe yeah. there's an absolute nutcase in this story. Just likes to... Just... See, I just, I just, <laughs> imagine, I just imagine, imagine her getting up but then maybe smoothing down her skirt a little bit. Okay, skirt so less elaborate than Ollie's. So yeah, we lapped up uh, elegantly as possible to meet our guests, hoping that they would be slightly nicer than the rest of their family. Two boys, both around 17, got off, off the horses, laughing. I went to the one who had been on the, on the Black Stallion. Prince Tynan, I am Princess Kayla, and this is my, sis- my sister, Princess Shaley. The boys glanced at each other as we curtsied to them, but both bowed and started to remove their clothes. Prince Tynan cleared his throat. Yes, well, good to meet you. I take it the rest of, the fam- of my family are here. I must often meet them. Good day, fair ladies. And with that, he set off into the castle. I had to try very hard not to gape or worse shout after him. All in all, he was quite plain for a prince. He wasn't ugly per se. I like, I like that she uses per se. He wasn't ugly per se, oh, but he had, he had short brown. Joke. <laughs> he had short brown hair and muddy, muddy brown eyes. I, t- I turned to face the other boy. He was much more stunning. He had blonde hair that was almost shoulder length. And, and was wavy along with a pair of blue eyes that shone like sapphires. I was almost disappointed that he was a servant. I was about to turn into the castle when he said, Good day, Princess. I am Tyler, Prince Tynan's hand servant. It's nice to meet you. I looked at him curiously. No servant had ever talked to me. Not one from somebody else's party, anyway. See, I get the feeling, I get the feeling this is turning into some weird erotic fiction as well. <laughs> where, she, where, she, where she, you know, you know, she gets off with the servant boy. Behind the bike sheds. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie. Well, the, page, yeah, yeah, yeah. the page furiously scribes on itself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> furiously. <laughs> that that has to be uh, that has to be the most important adjective we've used so far. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, A bike shed. Uh, I don't, I, well, that's my that's my reference for you know anything that's sort of like kids doing naughty things. It's, it's always behind the bike. Hey, but context. You know, you, 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 no, have you not heard the, 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 the phrase? Oh, you know, yeah, you the horse take, shed. Take, take, take the girl behind the bike shed. <laughs> <laughs> I always felt that that was a, a pretty common phrase. That, you know. Yes, but context. If you're going to have, if you're going to be snogging on the school playground, you don't do it where the teachers can see. You do it behind the bike shed. And if you're a little bit older, you know, you might do something else as well. Yeah. No, I never did it, but that was because I, I wasn't sexually active until I was. Uh, I just, I, yeah, my thinking is, you know, 
Maybe no, never mind. Um, <laughs> You're going to go to a bad place there, weren't you? I was going to go to a great place, just yeah. one I shouldn't share. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> oh well, I wasn't sure what to say or how to talk to a servant. Tyler, you 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 have very similar names, don't you? He grinned. Yes, it is a coincidence. Quite. Come on, Shaley. I took my sister's hand and led her inside, but Tyler followed us. Excuse me, but you couldn't show me... Look, I'm very sorry, Tyler, but I, I must go and talk to your king and his family. I it's... don't know how to talk to you. Yeah, I... yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's, like, the dialogue's pretty good so far, I think. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's effective. Mm-hmm. It is my royal duty, after all. You should ask someone else for directions. It's not a princess's job. I hadn't meant it to come out so rude. But he was only a servant, I suppose. So, so he wouldn't really be hurt. I lo- wow. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I, I it's like, like the, oh, it's she hadn't meant to be so. I hadn't meant to be so rude. So I, you know, I went and said that. <laughs> it's not my job like, to deal with your shit. I like this because it's not. It, this isn't the kind of a perfectly gleaming self-insertion of Kenzie herself, where the the princess is is extremely kind and. Um, very intelligent and, and just like really, really extremely self-aware of the situation in mm. terms that we, that we as a reader would be. She's actually got like a, a, a slightly, um, I suppose you could say, a, a protagonist that's not perfect. Yeah. Which is good for a 15-year-old. Yeah. When I was 15, I was writing protagonists that were just either perfectly handling a situation or shocked. There were only those two extremes and that was it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's not bad. That's good. It's good, Kenzie. Hmm. So I, I turned on my heel and walked into the castle. Shaylee and I headed straight for the nearest turret, where we okay, uh, where we would be able to talk privately. I thought we would moan about how rude the ro- uh, about the rude royals, but Shaylee was moaning about me. How could you talk to Tyler like that? He was very nice to us, nicer than the family at any rate. Well, yes, I know, but he is only a servant, and only a servant. She interrupted. He's a human being too. I know that. We were almost shouting now. But it's not the same for them as it is for us. There is no us, she said and stormed off, running down a corridor. The problem was I had never really been up, been up here before, so I didn't really know so I didn't know where it would lead. Naturally, I had to follow her. It was my duty to make sure she was okay. She talks about her duty. Yeah. Um, I saw her turn into a room and I quickly followed. But when I entered, she wasn't there. The room was empty except a large mirror with silver edges that had strange runes carved, upon it, uh, carved into it. Interesting that the princess knows what runes are. I'm not even entirely sure what a rune is. Is it just a symbol? Basically, a it's just like a simplified with, it, version it, of hieroglyphics. Um, it's uh, it's supposed to have magical properties. Yeah, it's 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 less. Yeah, it's like a hieroglyphic, I guess. Yeah, I think the use of the word rune sort of it's more for like smaller surfaces like like if you won't find a rune on a wall i think yeah. you'd find a yeah. symbol on a wall a rune is something sure. like on a stone yeah so yeah the, the mirror large mirror had with silver silver edges had strange runes carved into it shaley i called looking all around for anywhere she could have gone shaley where are you come out now she's very insistent isn't she i stepped towards the towards the mirror looking closely at it but i didn't see my reflection Instead, I saw a shimmering silver mist that looked as though it was really moving. I suppose mists move generally, don't they? I, don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that sentence right up until the end. But yeah. um, excuse me, but I must, I must talk to you. The door opened and Tyler came in. It sounds like the door. 
excuse me, but I must talk to you, the door said. Said the door to the page. The door to the page. Excuse me, but I must talk to you, said the door to the page. No, we're not, we're not going there. The door opened and Tyler came in. I have to say that... I need oh, you, you to okay? hold my barrel. <laughs> I need you to hold my barrel. <laughs> Obviously, door handles have... They're operated by barrels, aren't they? By barrels? Yeah. What's a, what's a barrel on door? It's, it's like the mechanism that... Oh, is it? Okay. ...controls the, 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 the edgy bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's called yeah. a barrel. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I have to say that... Oh, are you okay? He had noticed that there was there were t- there were tears streaming down my face. Shaylee has disappeared. She she came in here and now she's gone. I wailed, unable to stop myself from throwing myself into his arms. It's okay. I'm sure he's fine. I mean, oh, what? I said, looking up to him. She definitely came in here. Yes, I was almost right behind her. Why? Well, you see these rooms. Oh God, that segue is not good. Well, you see these rooms. He gestured into the carving into, around the mirror. Well, I think I'm not, I'm not sure how. But I think they make up a rhyme. <laughs> That's great. I'm not sure how, but I think they make up a rhyme. <laughs> and if they do, well, then the rhyme was part of a prophecy, but no one remembers it now. Uh, I reckon. Oh, and Kenzie, you were doing so well. Uh, what does it say? I sniffled. The gateway through the mists. This is the way that you must go. And through the path be lined, and, and though the path be lined with danger... This is the way that you must go to save the one who may be lost. This is the way that you must go. For someone he, who he isn't sure, he's, he's really <laughs> he seems sure. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but how would you know that Shaylee, that we have to go after her? I started towards the mirror, but he grabbed my arm. No, Kaylee, you don't know the rest of the prophecy. I've heard this. I've, I've heard of, oh sorry, I've heard of this gateway before, there's an un, a really unnecessary comment there. I've heard of this gateway before, <laughs> once my nanny told me about it. What, so the, the servant has a nanny? Yeah, the servant boy has a nanny. Right. Seems unusual. Um, it is said to be joining between this world and the fairy world. That's nonsense, there's no such thing as fairies. I bet this morning you would have said that there was no way through the mirror either. That silenced me. My nanny also said that the ruler of the fairies was a jealous woman. Or should I say goblin? It's not really woman at all, is it? Uh, or should <laughs> oh, I say goblin? As that is what as what most suspected her to be. Anyway, she cast a spell upon the fairy king, so he fell in love with her. But he died, and and now it is only her that rules. And she turned all the fairies into goblins too. So they're all they're all cruel, and her and her most favourite hobby is turning them into statues and well smashing them. <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, as, 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 as hobbies go, I mean... I, I don't... Well, why? Okay. How does he know so much? Yeah, and... I who mean, is yeah. this nanny? I mean... Yeah. Who the nanny I'm, told I'm, him? I'm, I'm not going to call him Tyler anymore. I'm just going to call him Mr. Exposition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, by the way, if you don't, if you didn't know, and this is just a very small tangent, um, the... Uh, the guy from uh, I can't remember the, name, the actor's name for the life of me, but in Aust- all the Austin Powers movies, okay. yeah, Basil. You remember Basil? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know what you mean, Basil. You know, oh yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah. His, his full name is Basil Exposition, <laughs> because all his his whole role as a, as a character was to just uh, 
provide that unnecessary exposition behind the plot. <laughs> it's like, you're going to break into, you know, gold members facility, which is an underground submarine and all that kind of stuff. Just like, and that's why he, I just love that from the first film onwards, it was just a puzzle exposition. <laughs> so it was very, very self-aware. <laughs> so yeah, turning them into st- statues and, well, smashing them. I've, I've also <laughs> been told of the prophecy that one day a beautiful maiden will get into this land and rescue the fairies and the other creatures from this spell. But that is also why the queen will kill any maiden she finds in her land. This is the most elaborate chat-up line I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it, this could still be erotica. It could. Yeah. Uh, especially... I think we need to accept that Kenzie didn't write erotica at age 15. <laughs> well, hopefully not. I mean, let's face it, with a title like The Gateway Through the Mists, it could, it could still be. It could, yeah. You could say the mist is a, is a, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really emphatically grinning and nodding at Sean right now. Could still be. Stop it. <laughs> we can't wait through the mist. Right, until, until, until we're convinced otherwise. The page is a general piece of paper. General piece of paper. The door was talking to a piece of paper about, <laughs> about getting, having its bowel wrapped. And, um, and, um, the gateway through the mist. Well, the mist is, um, we know yeah. what the gateway is. Well, yeah, well, the, <laughs> the, the mist itself is um is synonymous with. Oh God, I say I'm scared. <laughs> no, no, let's leave it there. I'm, I'm going to keep reading just to, just to make sure Ollie doesn't say the word. <laughs> but that is also why the queen will kill any maiden she finds in her lands. Curiosity. Synonymous mm. <laughs> <laughs> with curiosity. <laughs> That can't be true, I thought of my beautiful sister and her long golden hair and friendly smile. <laughs> Great sentence structure there. I can't let that happen to Shaylee. I'm not saying any of this is true, but just in case. But what about you? We can't risk going in there. there. There are many dangers that you have to pass before you can reach the fairy castle. Well, I shall risk it. I won't ask you to come with me, though. I desperately hoped he would, as I was scared. And even a servant as a companion was better than no one. I stepped up to the mirror and stared into the mists. I'm, I'm coming too. You wouldn't last a minute out there. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, I said. And we stepped through. Author's note. Hey, hope you like it. I can't do Kenzie's voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, <laughs> I'm not even going to... I didn't try. <laughs> <that anymore. laughs> hey, hope you liked it. It was mainly an introduction chapter. But anyway, if you have any questions, I'll answer them in the next chapter. Also, I hope you like the characters. Kayla may be a little misunderstood. She is nice, but quick to anger, and also doesn't know any different than to treat servants like, well, dirt. But I'm sure Tyler will teach her different hee-hee. Exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is, the first chapter of The Gateway Through the Mists. And I think, uh, as, as Cheryl has established in, in previous writing groups, we, we, we should have we should do the applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Kenzie. <laughs> Kenzie, for uh, submitting that. Um, we'll see how much. I want to, um, to a chapter things. which involves uh, turning uh, goblins to stone and smashing and them. And smashing them, yes. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it. That was our pilot episode. If you'd like to submit your own work to be read in a future episode, please email us at boydpodcast at hotmail.com. That's boyd, B O Y D, podcast at hotmail.com. <laughs>